is Semi-Informative, the show where we are not here for four months and then uh, I forget my intro and we come back uh, in the middle of uh, COVID and have exciting discussions to talk about again. Uh, I am Nikolai Bain and I am with uh, today, as always, Daniel Wrench. And Evan Jojo. That is me. Guys, what's what's been happening? I've been really good. I've just been really enjoying going out and hanging out with my friends all the time, going to restaurants and movies together. It's just been so good right now. All right. Have we got a joker over here? Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed in the in the past couple of weeks, there's been a, a lot of new uh, pop-up bars, um, kind of COVID-related ones, um, a lot of kind of uh, COVID kind of uh, imagery around the place. So... Um, Really, really cool. Great design. Yep, yep, definitely. What have you guys been up to um, with uh, the, you know, work from home, study from home? Well, I've been really getting into baking. So every day I make three sourdough loaves and then a cake in the evening. I also have been really working on my self uh, development and all that kind of thing. I've been meditating for three hours every morning and then um, doing some yoga before I work 10 hours from home, have 50 Zoom calls and then go to bed for eight hours. Wow. Like how many hours uh, a day do you have? <laughs> um, between 26 and 27 on average. But I also oh, yeah, that's have a... six day weeks. I have six day weeks. Oh, okay. I see. Wow. Sounds, sounds yeah. really productive. That's an interesting schedule. It's the future of work. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, but because of, because of this, I've been able to like properly wake up at six o'clock and then meditate for an hour and then masturbate for an hour. So it's been really, really good for my schedule. That's the kind of routine that we wish we could have in the pre-COVID era and now finally with realizing that this is how the world is supposed to be. Wow. Um, I haven't actually heard anyone uh, meditate and then masturbate one after another. I think it's like an enlightenment that you receive. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, and, it's part of the transition to becoming more mindful. Oh, wow. Yeah, need to get on the mindfulness uh, train. Um, and also, Daniel, you said you were ba- baking three loaves of bread a day. How many of those loaves do you eat? Um, I eat four because I finish those loaves and then also have to buy an extra one from the supermarket. But um, obviously you can't be going to the supermarket too often these days, hence why I bake uh, three quarters of the bread I eat. Uh, three quarters of the bread you eat. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So you're like one of those like uh, toilet paper hoarders but for bread. Yeah, and if I was to make my own toilet paper. Uh, using when, bread? When when you... uh, no, just using old tissues. Oh, okay. When you're eating your bread, how do you how do you do it? Do you just kind of go top down on the loaf? Just like biting away at it? Yeah, I, I try and get the maximum cross-sectional area. So I often slice it long ways, horizontally. Oh, so you slice it? Yeah, I ah. do slice it, but um, as I say, I do it long ways, and I just slather it with um, about half a centimetre of butter across the entire slice, and mm. then 
and then I you know once I've done that I then cut it um, vertically into little strips so you get these little finger shaped things and they're a lot easier to consume I find yeah wow uh-huh. that's that's a good bread hack I'm gonna write that down on my put that on my bread hack uh, blog mm-hmm. uh, well um you know with the, with the introductions all, all done I thought I'd um go over a list of things that um kind of I've been thinking about that we could that we could talk about yep. so I have um uh, knock uh, transaction prospect advisor breath safety area and ocean all right well that's a lot to take in I think we should go through this uh, one by one yeah so what, was, what was that first topic I, it's more of a package deal I, I'm kind of been thinking about them together at the same or, time you find them find they're linked well in that case could you use them all in a sentence um I, I could but I don't think it'd be an actual uh, a proper English sentence if I were to use it in, in a sentence it would be something like knock transaction prospect advisor breath safety area ocean wow okay interesting um what's made you think about these words where do they come from are they just straight out of the dictionary or have you actually been thinking about them Oh, they're just um, some words for us to kind of generate uh, conversation. So I, I thought there'd just be some good, uh, some good touch points. All right. Well, I reckon we go start off with knock. <coughs> when you go to a knock house what? and they have a doorbell, do you prefer <laughs> to knock on the door or push the doorbell? I usually knock on the doorbell. Oh man, that's that's tough. It's like a would that you way, rather. You know, that, um, that's like, I mean, if you knock on the doorbell, then you, you know, it's like double, double way of like communicating. Two birds with one stone. Pretty much. And do you, you know also when they have the little the Morse code? You knock the Morse code for knock knock. <laughs> what even is the Morse code for knock knock? Well, they're very long, but if you're trying to communicate to a blind person, that's how you got to do it. With more yeah. Stuff. When yeah. I when I did door to door when I was a door to door salesman, the best technique for me was like when I was at the door, I just screamed. I just screamed at the top of my lungs, and um, people will always open the door. Really? So, yeah. A hundred percent success. Oh. And then did you go on to sell them uh, some products after you screamed at them? No. Oh. No, 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 definitely not. No, they were they were just like talking about how they will call the cops and then that he's being a nuisance. But I mean, it, you know, yeah. it works. It works, and it was a great conversation starter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great technique. I think I'm going to try that when I'm allowed to interact with other people again. I've also heard it's it's just a great. Um, general conversation opener at a party yep. maybe if like an if, icebreaker um, if you haven't great icebreaker yeah. are you referring to the telling people the story about how you did this or literally screaming at them just just screaming at them oh yeah okay <laughs> um, i think i'll enjoy that if i am at, you... at a party by myself you know and don't know anyone else there and someone just like come towards me and then just like scream really loud I'm like, finally, someone, you know, who is kind enough to uh, start up a conversation. Someone who really, really gets me from a visceral level. Like, this person really understands who I am. Yeah. 
He's very I vocal mean, about it as well. About, that's the thing about humans. You know, we go around talking to each other in a normal voice, saying normal words, but underneath, that's all just a facade. That's all just covering up for the fact that underneath it all, we are screaming internally and have no idea what is going on and what life is for and where we all come from. And we just need to be more honest about it. So I'm, I'm actually going to write down that on my list of um, social social hacks, I think. I'm actually going to talk yeah. about... Yeah, because, like... Go on. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say... Um... <laughs> I was gonna, you know, just uh, type that right now uh, to uh, my blog, which is uh, everydaylifehack.com. Because, like, the the thing is, people they they walk through life, you know, and they and they meet people and and they and they talk to them, but they don't really talk to them, you know. Right. People don't actually talk to each other. They they say words, they mean things, you know. They 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 get points across, but they don't really talk to each other. Because if people were really talking to each other, they'd just be screaming at each other all day, and I think that would be beautiful. Like, what would they be screaming about? It's like oh, no, I love screaming. this music. Or like, no, no. Uh, the tax is too high. Any, any attempt to form meaningful sentences or words out of your mouth, just completely ignore the fact that nothing means anything. And we're yeah. all just blobs of meat and flesh on a planet that we don't understand. I have never thought about myself as yeah, a pe- blob of meat, but... Uh... The more I know. Like, when, when I go to a sandwich shop and, like, for example, let's say Subway, uh, eat fresh, when I go up to the counter and I ask, like, can I have a sandwich, and I'm saying those words to him, it's not actual words, and I'm not actually saying it with my mouth. You know, what I, what I really should be doing to get my point across is just screaming at his face. Does that make and... the... Do you think that will allow him to make a better sandwich? <laughs> I think I'd be more likely to get a sandwich. True. I mean, ultimately, the point is not getting a sandwich. The point of that interaction, which Nicholas just described, is connecting on a more deep level with the other human being. You know, again, you might think that you want a sandwich, and that's why you go in there, and that's why Subway exists, because people think they want sandwiches, but ultimately... What people really need is much, much deeper and more metaphysical than that. Isn't that what, like, coffee yeah. shops are supposed to be? I think a lot be? of people... Go on. What, wanting sandwiches? No, coffee shops. Like, you know, they're trying to, like, make it more like an open space to uh, have conversations, scream at each other. Um, I think, yeah, you know, like... I, you know, if I have like a baby, I will bring my baby everywhere just so that you know I can like be like this baby. It's screaming all the time, and it's living its life. It's getting its word out there. That is a great observation, Nevin. I think you know when a baby comes out of uh, the mother when it's born. I'm not <laughs> going to go into detail. Comes on that. out of the mother. <laughs> go on. Yeah, I'm not going to go into detail. Um, you know, the first thing, the first sound it makes is not "May I have." foot long chicken sub or how was your day or what are you doing this weekend the the baby has been un 
unfiltered by society's expectations about how to communicate and ultimately it really understands what it means to be human on a level that we just forget <laughs> so we're, we're actually forgetting I, I completely agree how we should live our life over time so like babies are exactly. like the pioneers and then we're just like turning more and more into uh, uh, blobs of meat that speaks to each other in profound like from, words. From, from what I've like, you know, I've, 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 I've been through life, you know, I've, I've met some people, but like, uh, you know, you've just made me come to realize that I've never met someone under the age of one who would ask me for a sandwich. And I think that really, that really speaks to that point. Yeah, because they don't care about sandwiches. Yeah, they that. care about like important things in life, like the meaning of life or like... You know, where can I get a cold brew? Really connecting with people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, um, I have, I have uh, eight other words that we could go through. Um, otherwise, we could talk about an actual, an actual topic. Well, I just want to comment on the fact how we went from a random word to a discussion about what it means to be human. I think we should keep this up. Yeah, this could be a, this could easily be a segment. Yeah, well, um, I mean, uh, again, if I were to throw another word out there, um, for example, breath. Okay. When was the last time you actually, like, you know, like, breathe? Like, I mean, like, not, like, breathing, like, inhale, exhale, but, like, actually, like, you know, thinking about it and then, like, realizing what is going on within your body. Like, you're just breathing in and out, like... yeah. Yeah, I think people don't actually breathe. No, no. No, they don't. people don't breathe. <laughs> Period. Well, they never think about breathing. And the weirdest thing about breathing is that people don't realize that if you just didn't breathe out, then you wouldn't have to take another breath. Everyone's always breathing out what they breathe in, which means they have to take another breath. And they do it over and over again, and no one ever stops to think, maybe if I didn't let that breath out, then I wouldn't have to breathe again. I mean, you so, know, so by, like my... See, okay, go, go back to the sandwich analogy. Go back to the sandwich <laughs> analogy. So you might go to Subway, and you order a, a six-foot uh, six chicken sub. They give it to you, and then you just give it straight back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, first of all... And then all... they give it to you again, and then you give it back again. <laughs> first of all... It's completely insane. First of all, like... I mean, that is, an, like, a, like, a really good... Uh, observation, but I have never thought about how we get six feet of uh, sandwich. <laughs> no, like I, I always go for like the smaller ones, but like I should be like actually spending like more money getting a six feet sandwich. Like, why not stop at six feet? Like, we should be buying like in bulk so that we can <laughs> save more money. Like, maybe we we can buy like ninety four feet. Is this still an analogy? No, this is just a life hack. Like, why, like, you know, like, so oh, okay. the more you buy, the cheaper something is, right? So, like, why stop at six inch when you can buy, like, a 94-feet sandwich and, you know, save more money? You can, you it, it would probably be cheaper as well. What are you going to do with that massive sandwich? You won't even be able to fit into your car. Well, depending on what type of car you have, I usually drive, like, 
um, like a freight truck. A stretch limo? Oh, yeah, that could work as well. Uh, yeah, like if someone asks, oh, do you have a party happening? No, I'm like, no, it's just a, it's a subway. <laughs> or, to be honest, you could buy like a, a 90 foot long sandwich and then sell the feet that you don't eat. And then if, 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 you know, if the person doesn't want to buy it, you can just tell them, well, look, you can just sell the feet that you don't eat because that's what I'm doing to you and it's working. Nicolai so it's almost like a... One economy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're, it's, it's almost like a pyramid scheme. Like you buy something and then you share it with people and then they share it with people. But like for bread... Yeah, basically. The slogan is the feet that you don't eat. Isn't that Subway's uh, slogan? <laughs> Subway, feet that you don't eat. Also eat fresh. Interesting. Oh, and also also eat fresh as well. That's their full slogan. The feet that you don't eat, oh, and also eat fresh as well. <laughs> That's definitely, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, like, catchy. Definitely, really rolls off the tongue. Just like a foot long subway, am I right? Uh, yeah, really, really rolls out of my tongue. Like, like literally, or just like when you eat it, like you eat it an entire foot long, and then it just like falls out of your tongue every time. Not even when I eat it, just like at random points of the day. Like you're like uh, at work. And then just like, it just like rolls out of your tongue. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Like an entire foot long Subway sandwich. Yeah, exactly. I'd be meaning to make one of those ads like, has this ever happened to you? And Uh, then it's a guy and a foot, foot long sub is falling out of his mouth and he's frustrated. So like, what's the solution? I haven't thought of that yet. Oh, so like the ad is more like, has this ever happened to you? And then you show the problem. And it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> me, me too. That, that's also happened to me. Yeah. Glad I'm not the only one. This video is sponsored yeah. by Nick Lavin. <laughs> they should make one of those for world poverty. <laughs> yeah. Has this ever happened to you? And then you show world poverty. <laughs> and it's like, me too. <laughs> No. <laughs> Me too. I don't know the solution. I think it'd be way more effective if the person in the ad it hadn't actually happened to them before. They're just saying, because this happened to you, like living on less than two dollars a day, having to eat sand for breakfast, and the guy's just like, "Oh, I'm lucky." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just like I think... this video is sponsored by the one percent. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, guys. Well, let's um, let's, you know, there's um, even though people have been stuck inside, there's still been a lot of content that's been uh, released on various platforms, um, oh. and also trailers to things that are soon to be released. Oh, so um, in terms of, in terms of what you what what you guys have been watching, uh, what have you guys been watching? What do we call the segment? What you've been watching? We should call this segment feet that you don't eat. That's a very uh, inside joke. Which is the appropriate joke for this lockdown? Ah! Alright, so, yes, what you've been watching? 
Alright, should I go first, Newman? Or do you want to go first? Uh, I mean, I'm not uh, too I don't fast. Wanna, I mean, uh, I don't wanna... my name's not Niven, so, um, but, you know, you can go first. How about we say it at the same time? Okay, three, two, one. A movie. TV shows. A digital media. Oh, you didn't say anything. No. <laughs> you can go first, Newman. Alright, um, so what have I been watching? Uh, I watched uh, Midnight Gospel, which was uh, really good. It was actually, um, it was actually, yeah, like a very different, um, like, type of show, uh, which was, yeah, uh, which I did not expect. Um, yeah, uh, I guess, do, do you guys want to talk about that first, or... Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen it, Nikolai? I have seen it. Yeah. So like, uh, Daniel, do you know anything about it? No. Okay. So it, like, again, it's very bizarre, but like think adventure time, but it's for adults and the dialogue of the podcast. Ah, let me say that again. The dialogue is of the show is ripped from a podcast. <laughs> and so the character's are the people in the podcast talking, but things are happening around them. Huh. So, they, so they're uh, not sitting in a... Uh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, responding gone. to what's going on around them? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think what's happening is, like, they... like. So I actually lo- looked it up um, just to know the context of it. Um, there's this, like, podcaster. Um, he has, like, this show. It's, like, qu- quite popular... And he made, uh, like, he, like, teamed up with uh, some people to, like, make the show. Um, and it is pretty much about uh, this guy who makes, like, space podcasts. So he broadcasts it out to the space. Um, and, um, like, so, and he goes on these different adventures and meet these, like, people in these different worlds. And when they actually, like, meet, they talk about some, like, like, you know, very, like specific topics for like half an hour what and and while they're talking about this they're like uh they're going on these different adventures um where a lot of different things happen and but like yeah it's almost like the thing the adventure is like a background and the topics that they talk about are supposed to be like the uh the main focus but like at the same time yeah at the same time it's kind of like a 50 50 like adventure and topic um, wow. But yeah, like the topics that they talk about is like meditation, mindfulness, psychedelic drugs, death, death, um, like gro- like growing up, that kind of thing. Yeah, so like deep like conversations when a lot of like crazy adventures are happening in the background. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they are also responding to what's happening. So like, if something crazy happens, they'll actually say like, "Oh, whoa!" Like that person just got eaten or whatever yeah um but it's not so oh my god it's so bizarre it, it is plot driven um, so like I, it, I i think the i mean the the talks that they do are um like they i like i don't think the uh, uh i actually i'm actually not sure how they like made it because like did they make the pot the audio first with some like plots here and there or like did they um, like, do they make the animation first? Because, like, they had to make sure the animation works, you know, when they talk. Like, yeah, so from from what I've seen, 
the animation is also relevant to what they're talking about. So they do a podcast conversation, they make the animation, and then they either redo the podcast conversation with the script written, or they just add the bits in, which is the stuff happening around them. Yeah, I think that's um, probably what happened because... I mean, the conversation has, like, a very good flow, mainly because I guess they have, like, refined it. Um, yeah. So. Like, it doesn't sound like they're getting distracted when they're talking. Mm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's, um, a, it's a really good show. Yeah, like... Yeah. D- d- uh, so, I'm like, I've watched most of the episodes. My question is, did you like every episode? Because I didn't like every episode. Um, I... I liked, I mean, like, I don't think any, there there were any, like, bad episodes, but the episodes, some some of them, like, one, one or two of them I did not understand, like, what they were talking about. Um, yeah. Maybe, like, I also, I did feel like I was getting a bit distracted by what was happening in, in the uh, background. Um, so, like, it's a good, like, it, it's an interesting, like, way of, like, you know, doing, like, a podcast plus... Uh, like animated animated show uh but yeah I, I did feel like i was getting a bit distracted looking at what's happening in the actual um adventures uh instead of like what they were talking about in some of the things some of the episodes so yeah uh yeah overall i thought m- most episodes were good but some of them were like a little bit like distracting or like not as good as the other ones interesting yeah yeah, some of the stuff they talk about is so high level. Like, I'd never heard of, like, magic before. I had to search it up. And even yep. still, reading about it? it, I don't know what it is. So, like, I mean, he was not talking about, like, uh, in- normal magic. No, M-A-G-I-C-K. So, like, uh, in the same space of, like, uh, kind of the place that you're taken to when you do mindfulness like it's in the same realm but it's not specifically it's more western tradition than like buddhism i think uh-huh. um yeah again, yeah yeah no. super weird yeah i haven't actually heard about those topics before but like i, yeah, I was actually not sure um yeah i was actually not sure like about how like yeah like oh yeah, the the topics that they do, they were talking about, I guess the people who are like in the show uh have experience with it, right? Yeah. So yep. they they're professionals in what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So the topics uh, are all about like like consciousness and mental states. Yeah, mostly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Def- basically every basically every episode um if and like i think the great thing about the show is that the first episode is probably the strongest episode so like if you're confused by it like watch the first 20 minute episode and see if it's your thing yeah i, th- I think the first episode was actually like really good but oh the first episode was good um i think the last episode was also really good oh i'm excited yeah so uh, you know it, it, like it's definitely like a very interesting show with like it talks about a wide range of like uh things but like mostly in the area of like uh mental state and like your consciousness um like some of the f- like deep philosophical um like topics that people yeah like very popular were, were there any scenes gone were, were there any scenes where you had to like pa- were, were there any scenes where you had to pause it 
and then like think like, damn man. <laughs> uh, I no, I don't think so. I mean, like, I mean, not because like I fully understood everything, but I think I was just like in the flow of like you know listening to the conversation and then just like, just like I just yeah I was just like processing it over time, and, um, like just enjoying it in general. But you know the all the topics that they were talking, some of them are quite like profound that I, like. Like, when I later thought about it, like, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's actually, like, a good point, kind of thing. Mm. But, yeah, that was... Cool, that was yeah, nice. That gospel, yeah. Why have you been watching, Daniel? Uh, I'm watching a variety of things. I've been re-watching For All Mankind, which is the Apple TV alternative history space race. Oh. Um, I've been... I've watched about half of Good Omens, which is the like fantastical heaven and hell uh, mixed with reality show starring David Tennant and someone Sheen, Martin or Michael Sheen, I always forget. That's very cool actually. Both the, the two main actors have got this really good chemistry and really fascinating like a world where heaven and hell and angels and demons are real and but so is normal life so that's very cool um i've started watching chernobyl again which is endlessly depressing but really well made um i've been watching his dark materials which is a show about it's another kind of fantasy show where People have these things called demons, which are basically animals which somehow reflect their personalities or their soul, and they accompany people around in their lives. And that as, as you grow up, your demon will change between different animals until it settles on the one that best matches who you are. Um, and, you know, there's, like, polar bears that can talk and big battles with evil magical organizations and that kind of thing yeah i did i I did hear about it um a while ago um so it's like it's like they're like bounds like 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 you know like it's almost like their like soul is like kind of fused or something that's called like kind of the um like how it works right in the show yeah yeah. and if you harm either the person or the demon the other one gets um suffers as well so they're very, it's a very tightly bound relationship. Yeah, um, they're not like physically uh, connected. Like it's more like no, they no. were they have to be in the same space. That like in the show they will always be in the same space. They have to. They have to hold hands the the whole show. Oh, they I can't see. disconnect. So what if they yeah. one of them has to go to the bathroom? Like, they can only use one hand. Yeah, the other person has to just use just the other stand hand with them. I mean, they have to. They will help out with the other hand, with their hand. Yeah, exactly. Because they're I, close, you know. Like that makes sense. I wish I had a polar bear. Yeah. Uh, where I, that I can hold hands with. Uh, <laughs> at all times. Yeah, most of the demons seem to be quite small, which, like, you know, an insect or a monkey or a ferret, or a snake. But I reckon the large animals would be very impractical to have following you around everywhere. Yeah, I guess it's also 
like more like CGI. Oh um, no, none of it's CGI. Oh, that that polar bear actually talks. Like, does it speak no, English, no, Russian? All, all all the animals are, are real. I don't see how they could do really? otherwise. They look very realistic. What? Like, wait, but they're not doing crazy human things. Well, I mean, they they talk and <laughs> things like that. But what? Honestly, um... I think it's. It's more crazy that people could make animals look that realistic than animals could talk. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Okay. Not sure how that works. Have you seen cats? That shit does not look realistic. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're trying to tell me that they can do that right, I don't believe it. You know the, um, the... In, in Ghostbusters, that big, like, monster-like... The gooey one. Almost lion thing. Yeah. Nah, the big lion. Oh, the that, lion. That chases after them. Yeah. That Do was you know real. what I'm talking about? The kind of beast? That was real, yeah. Oh, wow. So what about the one in Narnia? Like, it's based on a very deep voice. Or even Lion King. Like, what about Lion King? Like, are the animals real? Is there a deep I'll have to get back to you on that one. Yeah. I don't I'd, know. I'd have to do some research on that. I probably had to, like, call them up and ask, hey, is this real? <laughs> and they're like I'm yes. pretty sure um I'm I'm pretty sure Donald Glover is a, a lion. That makes sense. Yeah. There's probably um, a combination of da- his dark materials and every other Disney movies. Do you guys like if I like pose a a really weird question, do you guys enjoy watching like depressive content like TVs and movies that are really difficult to watch and sad that's a good question oh depending on i mean what the show is right i mean like depressing in what way like some of the shows are like really like depressing but like you know like for chernobyl like that's a like depressing show but like it's real life and then like we're actually like learning more about how things were or like it's like a it's like a uh story that happened in life in real life and we're just like kind of learning about it right but you wouldn't only watch sad shows or content to learn no no of course not there are yeah yeah of course there are like i mean that's like one of the categories i guess um there are like other shows there are i mean a lot of the shows that are like or even movies that are like uh, that just you know like this is sad throughout there's no really like uh, light at the end of the tunnel kind of situation and we still watch it um, maybe it's because we're it's like captivating in general um, it's not is, or is it like something like uh, it's like an ac- accident that you kind of look away kind of scenario I guess for the most yeah, part like it's good. you watch content that is sad or you know makes you cry or whatever with some kind of expectation that things are going to resolve themselves and you're going to have something akin to a happy ending. But, mm. yeah, watching shows that don't have that does seem a bit, a bit so uh, like, self-inflicting. For example, for example, I just finished reading Gone Girl, which I've also watched, and, like, it is an incredibly 
depressing book and movie yeah. but for some reason it just it, it's so good like it feels so good to watch and read hmm. yeah why do you think that is um, is it like some kind of simulation that you get like in your brain like when you read about like it's, it's like a triggering like an emotional like you know like I, I don't know like it's almost like you're like opening up something a part of your brain to the simulation I think it's it's also like partially getting off at the fact that it's happening to someone else and you can kind of just like watch from a distance and be like oh you know that's it's not me yeah but like I, I, guess? I, I, like I, thought, I thought it was more like relating like because like you can watch a show or like a movie about some like like a person and his life is horrible and you're like looking at it from your point and it's like okay this is not happening to me it's happening to them but like the reason why we actually like i guess enjoy is because um like we can connect to them in a human level exactly so right you can relate sorry and sympathize yeah exactly yeah uh so maybe like yeah i guess it's like a way of like connecting to people even though they're fictional but, like, why do we like connecting to... Like, why is that connection, like, you know, like, something that we enjoy doing it? it like, you know, from, like, a movie or a TV show or a musical or... Yeah. Like, any kind of artistic piece. Like, why do we find something yeah. like that, you know? I mean, I guess the whole point of storytelling in movies and shows is to, you know, convey human emotion that's you know, what what draws us in and makes us feel not happy, of course, because that's, we're talking about the opposite of that, but makes us feel like we're, not, we're not the only one who feels these things. Mm. Mm, yeah. There are other yeah. people out there in, you know, completely different walks of life, going through different things, but they feel the same uh, same feelings that we do, and that allows us to connect and sympathize like you're saying saying yeah i mean like if you I, yeah i guess like even it doesn't even need to be like a human character or like a, even like an animal it doesn't even need to be like a living thing you can still like do that like you can still connect to them in some ways to like inanimate objects in tv shows and movies like i mean like especially like animated shows right you can there's a bunch a bunch of them where like there are just like objects like but like I guess the animators yeah. gave them some kind of human characteristics so that we yeah, can relate exactly. to them, right? You're not gonna empathize with a mug or a rock unless Pixar turns them into a cute character that has human emotions and talks or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So. Like it's 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 that it's the fork, uh in like the in like Toy Story Four. Like it's it's you know, literally made out of just like it's not even like a toy that sh- looks like a human it's just like a bunch of like utensils and like junk yeah and it's quite incredible that movie makers and animators can make us connect on that level with things that do not look like us in the slightest yeah i, I mean like mainly because like the car- the way like i mean it might do things that are like kind of like human characteristics i guess it it might be even just a personality thing not even like a physical like you know like yeah thing. exactly yeah like uh the pixar yep. pixar uh lamp you know makes me cry every time 
Like every time the intro step happens, <laughs> like I'm like, that's deep. I'm still waiting for the full length shit, full full length film, uh, to come out with the uh, Pixar lamp. Is there an actual full length film coming out? Um, we'll see. You know, maybe fingers crossed. I mean, if they run out of, run out of ideas, yeah, I mean, there's a short film about it. There's a short film about it. Oh, is there? I, I mean, need to, I need to watch uh, it. I think like the I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if that's right, but like I think um, they started off with that like lamp as like a way to test out their like um, animation and like test out their like new software and things like that. Um, mm. So like you know like using lighting and things like that, um, they want to like figure out how it looks uh, and it, you know obviously a lamp using a lamp they can actually test it with different. A different, uh, like how it shines on different objects and things like that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I mean, this has been a good, good discussion. If I were to close it off by asking, you know, we're, we're going to be hopefully out of lockdown soon. What's what's the first thing you guys would uh, want to do or see yourselves doing as soon as we open up to the, we can open up to the whole city again slash world slash universe. Oh, uh, you know, uh, crack open a cold one uh, uh, in I a public can't wait space. To use the public toilet again. Which one? I'm. Uh, any one. It's just the main experience I've been craving. Um, I'm not interested. In I actually miss what you said. Again, or going to the restaurant. I just want to use the public toilet again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just want to. Uh... I'm gonna. Go on. I I just want to go uh, scream at a sandwich shop employee. Like, just scream at them. Not like, spe- like, can I speak to the manager way, but more like, literally scream at them. Just scream at them. Connect with them. I miss in a, it. Connect with them on a personal level. On a visceral level. Yeah. Visceral level. There you go. No, if you'll give me a chance to be uh, sincere for a second, I am looking forward to uh, having a delicious meal at an establishment and also seeing some live music I think that would be fantastic so like eat somewhere where you don't bake your own bread like pretty much <laughs> yeah. is that a euphemism? that's um, that's metaphor for life ah, I see yep that's nice good, good to good to end it off Okay, we'll uh, see you next time. Goodbye, friends. Farewell. Farewell, cruel world.